Hello, 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 and welcome to Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. I am your host, Sean Johnson, board certified integrative health and essential oils coach. And I'm so excited about today's topic. We are talking about real food. And I have one of my good friends that's an expert in the produce department. Her name is Laureen. And Laureen is going to give, you know, answer some questions that um, there's a lot of com conflicting um, information out there about produce and how to buy it, which is the best to buy, organic or non-organic, GMOs, things like that. So we're going to cover all those things today. And for those that don't know, I love the grocery store. <laughs> and my first time sitting with um, Laureen, it was amazing to find out exactly what she does. I've known her for what, 30 years now, about probably, 30 years. Probably, yeah. And um, she helped me out when I first started becoming a health coach. She was one of my guinea pigs, I'll call it. <laughs> and um, one of the questions they taught us is to always ask, who are you and what do you do? And when I asked her that question, I had no clue on the knowledge she had about the produce department, about fruits and vegetables, and she kind of lit up. And that made me excited because this was right up my alley, with, you know, where I was going and how I was, you know, going into coaching and things like that. And then um, we did a grocery store tour at the store that she works at. And that was enlightening. And I said, wow, you don't know all of this. You know what I mean? And she taught me so much. So I'm so grateful to have her on today. And um, Laureen, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on today. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me, Sean. Uh, my name is Laureen Ellis. I'm an assistant produce manager. I've held that position for the last 11 years now. Um, I've been in the grocery store business for about 30 years now. Um, so uh, going into produce has actually been one of the greatest things I've, I've done working in the grocery store. I actually really, truly enjoy it. Nice, nice, nice. And you said 30 years you've been in it? And you've been in the yes. produce, department, produce department for how long? Uh, 11 years. 11 maybe, years. Maybe, maybe longer, maybe longer. Okay, but I've been okay. In, I've been in the grocery store business for about 30 years now, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So tell us the best part of working in produce. Well, my the biggest thing I like about it is uh, the customer interactions. Because um, you'll be you'll surprise what, what people don't truly know about fruits and vegetables. So the customer interaction for me is, is really the highlight of my work day. Uh, especially when I have customers who look forward to me being there to help them select what they're looking for because they know I'm going to be honest with them about what they're purchasing. Um, so, for, so for me, that's what excites me. And then seeing all the, the stuff come in day in and day out, uh, especially when things are in season, that's, that's the highlights for me. Nice, nice, cool, cool. All right, um, so tell us the pros and cons about um, working in the produce department, like what are the myths, you know, um, in learning different things in my, you know, in my past years, um, the big question is about pros and cons of uh, organic versus non-organic, 
um, and GMOs and um, the best type of foods to buy, all of that. So, you know, what do you have? What's your opinion on those things? Okay. Um, purchasing organic produce has become all the rage. It's been become a, a big boom over the last five, six, maybe, maybe even longer years. Um, and you have some people who are sworn to only purchase organic. Um, but there's a lot of pros and cons to organic as there is to traditional. Um, as you know, most traditional produce, they use pesticides and fertilizers, uh, synthetic human-made pesticides, herbicides, and fertilizers to grow those things. Um, and organic, they do use pesticides, but they're organic, they're, they're specifically made for organic growing. So they're, they're not synthetic, meaning man-made. Um, it's, I, I honestly can't tell you which way to go because it's gonna be, it's gonna be all up to who you are and what you choose to do. I have some diehard organic customers. I, you can't convince them any, it, what anything. They're gonna buy organic and, and that's okay. That's their choice to do so. All I could do is tell you the pros and cons um, and you have to make a wise decision as to what you choose, which way you choose to go. Um, what I don't like um, is th that with organic being all the rage, you see the markup on it, which I, which is one of my sore spots, because you can have the same item, one is organic, one is not, but yet the price will be double. Um, mm. And I get. Uh, uh, the reasoning some somewhat, but I don't because if you want people to eat organic, which some feel is healthier for you, then you need to make it obtainable for everybody. You, you right. can't box everybody out of purchasing organic when you want to tell people it's healthier for you to consume because there's no synthetic uh, herbicides, fertilizers, or pesticides used when producing these products uh, right so that's where that's where I get a little bit uh, a myth about uh, organic um, okay because they, they don't make it obtainable okay. for everybody for everybody okay okay um, when you say that so you would say it's more expensive to eat organic than it is not and now one of the things that it's, it, it's a hot topic also is the dirty dozen and the 15 clean, right? Yes, yes. So what are, you, what are your thoughts about that? And do you think that's a great um, tool to use or reference to use when buying produce organic or not? I do think it is, especially the dirty dozen. Uh, because... Um, let me tell you, I'm working in the store and I see people come in there and they just take stuff out and pop it in their mouth. <laughs> I just cringe because it's like, hmm, that's only dirty dozen. <laughs> but people just don't care. Even in the midst of a pandemic, you still find people who are just willing to just pop open a bag of grapes and pop them in their mouth. They don't care. Uh, take an apple off the counter, give it to their kids. They don't care. Um I, it still surprises me today how many people truly don't wash their fruits and vegetables. 
elaborate um, on that because I know you that's one of your passions when we talk about it sometimes elaborate more on why it's important to do that and how what's the best way to do it too because then we talked about those washes out there those you know vegetable washes and things like that how effective are they well first off uh, fruits and vegetables are grown in the ground they are grown in dirt uh, and whether it's traditional or organic, uh, you got bugs, you got all kinds of stuff. So you should naturally wash your fruit, fruits and vegetables. You should wash them before you consume them. I, it, it just so amazes me how many people you have to tell this to. Um, and then you have the uh, veggie washes that you find in the store. If you took a minute to read the ingredient, the only thing you're going to be able to read is the first thing that's on there, and it's water. Water. I do think else. The other twenty, <laughs> the other twenty <laughs> ingredients afterwards, you can't even pronounce. You might as well eat what you might as well eat it straight off the shelf. You might as well not even wash it. <laughs> oh wow! So, when I say that, I mean go go back to what you've been taught since you were kids. You washed, you p- turned the water on, and you washed your fruits and vegetables. Yes, yes. If you really feel you need to put something in that water, you use distilled vinegar. Uh, you, you know, I'm not saying you want to make a salad, but you want to use enough because if you use enough, you're going to see the debris that comes off your fruits and vegetables in that water. Um, so they're definitely there. But I would suggest you only use distilled vinegar, white vinegar. You don't use the veggie washes you see on the shelves because, again, you can't pronounce the other 20 ingredients after water. So there is no need to spend your five, $6 for st- something you're just gonna flush down the drain. Just, anyway. just water. And if you must use something, distilled vinegar. Right, right, wow. And You'd so- You'd be surprised you... what the still vinegar can clean. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things I use. I use mm-hmm. distilled vinegar and water. And sometimes I put um, baking soda, like I'll do baking soda baking and soda, still- yep. That's yeah, a good um, especially mm-hmm. with using, especially when cleaning broccoli, things that are, you know, that have a lot of crevices to yes. clean, you know, or strawberries and things like that. I don't let it sit too long because strawberries absorbs it. But other than that, I will um, soak it in that way. Or even chicken. I know people, I know people that would do um, a cap of bleach in mm-hmm. their water. Mm-mm to clean their food, especially chicken. I've heard that before. I'm like, are you serious? Who Bleach even... is corrosive. You don't put that right. in the food. It's corrosive. <laughs> exactly. It's like you trying to take a chemical off and you're going to put yeah. straight up. Yeah, another one, yeah. Straight up corrosive no. chemical in there and think you're cleaning something. Are you serious? No, yeah, no. I've heard I that mean, before. Water, water, water. <laughs> I mean, you don't That's need it. to, you don't need to get crazy um, to clean your fruits and vegetables. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, see, we could stay on that topic for a long yes. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could stay on that for a long time. But the the moral of that is: clean your vegetables. Less is best. Clean it with with natural ingredients because it came off the earth. You want to use a natural ingredient in order to clean it or just use water, which is still a natural ingredient. Yes. Right. Exactly. Wow. So what's your thoughts on GMOs? Okay, GMOs. Um, GMOs are interesting. Uh, First off, um, 
people ask about it all the time. The reason GMOs came into play was for a few reasons. Um, for lower price points, uh, for um, lower production of crops for the farmers, yep, uh, to increase uh, supply, to increase mm. supply, mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, and for longer shelf life of products, and to also increase, um, to increase uh, 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 the resist, uh, um, bug resistant, bugs resistant, like, yeah, yeah, to, to crops, yeah, to, to help with that, and to increase the nutritional value of, of products. But so does it increase the nutritional value? But There's, I mean, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. they say. Mm -hmm. Just all those reasons is the reason why they, mm -hmm. that they, they created the GMOs. But if it's man-made and and I'm and, and I'm or man-altered, I should say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like cloning, right? right. So right. that's basically what it is, right? Right. But right. When exactly. you're cloning, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just mm -hmm. going by my own thoughts on this. When you're cloning something, you're not going to get the same DNA. You're not going to get the same. Um, nutritional right. value and how could they increase the nutritional value if it's man-made well the definition of, of of the gmo really is it's defined as an organism mm -hmm. whose genetic material or dna has been altered right or modified mm -hmm. in some way so that it that doesn't occur naturally so why would we even think about using gmos right Exactly. That's because the it true occur, definition. It, it didn't occur genetically modified. Yes, genetically modified organisms. You will yeah. find it. A, you will find GMO a lot in soybeans, corn, canola. These are things you're going to find GMOs in. Okay. What and about sugar? Sugar. Um. Honestly, I have not. I've, I don't. I haven't read anything I on mean, sugar. Or what about wheat? I haven't, you know what? I have read some things about wheat because they're doing something to wheat. Right. Um, let's could think about it. Growing up, how many times have you how how many times you heard somebody say I'm allergic to wheat? Not to I me. mean, growing up, you didn't hear that. Nope. And as I've gotten older, you have so many people who have celiac. It's yeah. like, well, this I'm like, what is that? I mean, when we were growing up, you didn't hear about this. But when you start genetically modifying things and taking them out of their natural form, and then you want people to consume it, and you can't figure out why people are becoming allergic to all this stuff. Right. Well, because you just changed the DNA. That wasn't the DNA they were used to 15, 20 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. So, so this is why things happen. Right. Wow. So, wow. you know, but to, 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 when you when you when you research this and you look at the reasonings behind what they do, you get it, but you, I don't get it. But, but the reasoning is for money. The right. reasoning is, it's, is, is it's all, all about money. money. Yes, it has nothing to do with the health of a person or the right. health of people. Right. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, when people are healthy, you can't make money off them. You can't yeah. make money off of healthy people. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you, you wow. can't. You, you, you can't. But yeah. um, they're going to continue to try and convince people GMOs are good for you. Right. It can't be if you alter if you alter the natural Indeed. state of the, of the product. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's crazy. The GMO question comes out a lot when summertime rolls around. 
Mm. Because that's when you when you see your peak season for corn, especially corn. People love corn. And that's they ask all the time, is this G has this corn is this corn GMO has GMO? I can't tell you yes. All mm. I can tell you is where it was grown. Okay. I can tell you where it was grown, but it when I'm looking at those labels I get, it, it doesn't say GMO. I, I can't tell you it's not there. Right. All I can tell you is what I can what I see in front of me. Wow. That's it. Wow. So so we won't we won't know unless you grow it yourself. You won't know unless you grow it yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then I even with that, they talk about seeds are genetically modified. Yes. And so yeah. You know, you're darned if you do, darned if you don't. Yeah. And I kind of feel that way about organic too. Okay. Because being in the produce, I see produce when it comes in. I see that organic when it comes in. And I read those boxes. And when I see it says product from the United States can't be shipped to Canada, that's organic. Why? Right. Why? Are they laws stricter than ours? Is there something in that organic product? that it can't be shipped to Canada. Wow. So, you know, I, you know, I would, I would tell people you got to do your research um, when you're trying to decide which way you're going to go. Also like um, the USDA has in the study I read, it says 21% of organic product has been contaminated with pesticide residue. That's not organic. Right. So because a lot of them may be farmed yep. in places that um, you have a section that's quote unquote yes. deemed organic, but everything else is traditional. Tradi- and then there, yes. yes. And, and you get that you know, runoff and yes. yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people you know, don't so, realize that. Right. Right. You know? So, I mean, wow. when you, when you sit, you're going to stick your neck out for something, you better research it and find out exactly what you're consuming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to go back to real quick because we didn't explain what the, the dirty dozen and the 15 uh, clean was. Okay. We didn't explain it. We just went into it. Right. <laughs> explain, what, explain what the dirty dozen and the 15 clean is. Well, here's the crazy part. You see more about the dirty dozen than the 15 clean. I know. Isn't that cool? Well, I mean, think about it, though. That's <laughs> the way, you know, right. that's the way they market to us. They mark, right. they don't market us the good stuff. They always right. market us the bad stuff. Right. You know, they never, they never tell us the pros and cons. They only tell us the cons, right. you know, and that's where as an individual, you have to do, you your, have research to do your research and find out. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, of course, uh, as far as the dirty dozen goes, uh, strawberries is the number one dirty dozen it has been for years and will continue to be, uh, I mean, when you think about it, they're using pesticides on this fruit. It's not much to it. I mean, any and everything is going to penetrate that fruit. And I'm going to tell you, strawberries used to be my favorite fruit all time. I hate strawberries. And it's not because of the dirty dozen. It's because when I first went into produce, it was just constantly, it's in your face all the time. Right now in the grocery store I work in, in the chain, in our chain, that is the number one moving item in the entire store, strawberries. The entire grocery store. Strawberries is the number one moving item in the entire grocery store. And when I, I'm, I'm being totally serious. 
Because wow, totally serious. That is the number one moving item in the whole grocery store. And you think about that. You have all this other stuff in the grocery store, and strawberries is the number one moving item in the store. I wow. sit in that store every day and watch every carriage that rolls by me. They have strawberries in their carriage. Wow. No matter what the price point is, they have strawberries. But yet it remains to be the number one top 30 dozen of, for, for like, I, I can't even tell you how many years. And it, wow. it, it, it sits again on the 2020 list as the number one dirty dozen. But yet we still consume it. So education is not out there like no, this. No, you know what no. I mean? This is this is the purpose of doing this. This mm-hmm. is the purpose of having you on to educate our audience, because, um, you know, unless you, you don't know, unless you know, you know, right. what I mean, you don't exactly. you don't you don't do better until you know better. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. OK, so strawberry. So tell us the definition of the dirty dozen. Well, well, these are as the, these are the items that um, they find the pesticides. They are, they really you know when you look at the list you go hmm hmm okay yeah you got pesticides you have strawberries on that list you have grapes on that list apples tomatoes potatoes kale has just entered the list kale has just entered the list in the top ten. Because of the demand of it, because of the demand of it, and it's not being grown fast enough, do you think? Or you know, I have I've seen the uh, consumption of greens, especially spinach, kale, collards. I've watched those things rise, and I'm going to tell you, during the pandemic, it's gotten even worse because now everybody's sitting home watching all the cooking shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're sitting there watching all the cooking shows. So now they come in and they're looking for all these greens. Um, and when I saw kale on the list, because you gotta remember you have a, a, a few different kinds of kale that people like they wanna cook it, they wanna juice it, you know, they wanna make their chips, what what have you. And uh I, I think because, you know, I know it's because of the way it's being grown. So, you know, it's not much to it. It's not, it's not that hardy. So, you know, the pet, you know, they're using the pesticides on it to grow. And you're using those fertilizing pesticides. You're going to grow more quicker, you know, because you want to reach, you want to meet that demand. Mm-hmm. Spin, you think about spinach. Spinach is not that hardy of a leaf. Right. But the consumption of spinach is, is, has gone up tremendously um um and it's going to continue to 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 be that way like i said especially with the um uh with the pandemic and everybody really staying home and cooking more Mm -hmm. you're going to see uh more um people consuming uh a lot of the dirty dozen again it's all a matter of research um, if you're doing your research and if you're, um, going to be vigilant about it, then okay. But you got to make sure if you're consuming these products that you're going to take care of making sure you're properly cleaning these before you're consuming them or giving wow. this to your kid. Wow. Again, like I said, everybody just take an apple and don't think about it. You got to make sure you're cleaning that skin on that apple. 
Right. Because I'm one, I, I like my apples too. And I like to eat the skin. I'm not peeling those. I like that. Cause you know, right. so you just got to take that time to just clean, clean the fruits it. and vegetables. That, that's wow. what it, that's what it all comes down to is, 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 is cleaning the, um, you cleaning your fruits and vegetables. Good, so, good. you know, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. so, okay. Um, so give us a, give, give us a couple items on the clean list. And so clean would just mean that the pesticides is not much pesticides on the items. Right. You right. You still have to clean them. You still have that, to clean them. Right. Right. They're just, they're just a hardier fruit or vegetable. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other, the other ones that it's, it has to do with the way they're made, the skin, you know? Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff on a cleaning list that I found interesting, first off is, is broccoli. Mm. We just talked about it. broccoli mm-hmm. is on that list. Broccoli and cauliflower is on the list for clean. Okay. Um, you still got to clean it. You still need to take those steps to wash it. Right. Because um, the clean is just means that the, it doesn't, they don't have to use as much pesticides to grow. It. Exactly. Yes, right. exactly. One of the hottest fruit because it's, I, I believe it's considered a fruit avocados. Mm. That's all. That's the number one item on the clean list. Clean list. Yes. And that used to be on the dirty list. Well, you know, let me tell you, avocados are all the rage right now. Everybody is that. Listen, next to them strawberries is avocados. Wow. Okay. So that that the consumption of that has has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like a hidden secret because all of it was just just become a boom for wow. avocados. Wow. Um, I mean, I consume. I like avocados. I consume them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just take, you know, I could take one and I I'm, literally I'll just consume with some, a little salt and pepper and that's it. That's I it. don't need to yeah. do nothing else to it. I don't Me need too. to put it in Me. nothing, you know, guacamole good, but right. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, go ahead. You was going to say so something. When, yeah. So when we're talking about avocados, we're going to kind of jump ahead a little bit. When we're talking <laughs> about avocados, um, we don't grow them in our region. And so you know, where's the best region to get it from? Because I know they come from everywhere. Well, and I'm saying, I'm saying everywhere. I don't know for a fact, but I know they come from different regions um, in the country and out the country. So what, what should we look for? Because um, the tags Mm -hmm. will tell you what, where they come from. Right. 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 That's a federal law. Mm -hmm. That's a federal law. Every produce item we sell must have a country of origin. Okay. Every it's a federal law. If you go into a produce department, somebody can't tell you where something is from. They better be able to tell you where it's from because it's a federal law that okay. the country of origin is listed on every piece of produce you sell. If it's not on a package, it better be on the sign that that telling you what that product somewhere. is somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we do grow avocados in the United States. California mm-hmm. is a big grower of avocados. Mm-hmm. Florida is also a big grow avocados and they also grow them in Hawaii. Oh, okay. But if you are in New England and the avocados you see, you're not going to see avocados from California. You mm. will see Florida avocados. Those are the large avocados you see. Mm-hmm. But the 
90% of avocados in the United States come from Mexico and then California in mm. that order. In that wow. order. Wow. The other 10% comes out of Peru and Chile in that order. Wow. Mexico is the place to grow avocados. Um, unfortunately, they do have the cartel down there who's controlling there is a movie about that. Yes. There's yes, a movie on yes. Netflix. Um mm-hmm. oh, I gotta I'm gonna look it up now so I can yeah. put that in there at the end. There's uh-huh. a movie yep. on Netflix about yes. that. And that that's that's crazy. <laughs> that the cartel took over yes. avocados. Yeah. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And when you think about that, we consume a lot of avocados and we giving money to the, these thieves yeah, because they yeah. go in and t- took over farmers' property and took over their avocado business. Yeah. But yet we consume a lot of avocados. Like I said, 90% of avocados come out of Mexico and California in that order. The majority wow. come from Mexico. So wow. when you see that commercial avocados from Mexico, it's, it's not a joke. Uh because I see when we get our avocados in, yeah, every once in a while, it'll say Peru, it'll say Chile, but I'm going to tell you about 90%, 95% of the avocados we receive are from Mexico. Wow. Wow. So like I said, here in New England, we will never see California avocados. I have never seen California avocados in the store. I've seen the Florida avocados because those are the larger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have never seen the ones from California, but they are grown in California and they are grown in Hawaii. So, wow. Yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting, big time. Yeah. The, na- the name of that movie is called Rotten. Okay, yes, it is. Yep, yep. yep. Now that you it's say that, yep. yeah. Oh my goodness, that was, that was, ooh, that was enough to see. I'm yeah, like, it's, it's definitely, you know, if you're interested, you, that's something you should watch. Right. Because right, it will right. enlighten you and open your eyes and be like, ooh, wow, really? So. Yeah. Wow, they treating it like drugs. Yes, yes, <laughs> yep, exactly. Treating it like drugs. Yep. Okay. Um, so let me see. I had a few questions that I mean we can go on and on with this yep. anyway. Um what do you think about um what do you think about Buying things in seasons. Tell us the importance of buying produce in season. Okay. Um, you be, I don't know if, I, I know you remember like I do. Growing up, when things went out of season, they went out of season. When the season was over, you did not see that product. Like watermelon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like one of my pet peeves. When people come in there, they, you have large watermelon, it's December. No. <laughs> We don't have watermelon. <laughs> you know, um, I, it still amazes me that people don't understand that your growing seasons change. And where things grow, I mean, I, I get it. With the United States, we have parts of the country that don't get winter. I get it. But they still cannot grow these things year round. It just doesn't happen. Um, the it's just It just doesn't happen. And... Um, when you know people come in and they're looking for watermelon, peaches, nectarines, plums, it's December. Those are summer fruit. 
And the importance of buying in season is, first off, it's going to be, when you're buying in season, it's at its peak. It's, it's at its best. Um, that's the flavor you're looking for. That's the flavor you want. And when you purchase it off season, you're disappointed because that flavor you had at peak season is not the flavor you get. And you're not getting the nutrition that you, and you're that not, you would normally Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you take a look at the products you're purchasing off season, they're never grown in the United States. And that's another thing. People are getting big on things being grown in the United States. But you have to remember, we cannot grow this stuff year round in the United States. It's just not possible. Right. So um, give us a couple of give us a couple of fruits that are in season now in the winter. Well, right right now, um, for fruit, um, right now apples are big. Um, you get a lot of apples out of Washington State right now. Um, local, hmm, very little coming out right now because they're starting to wind down on their crops. Okay. But I know a lot of the apples we're getting right now are coming out of Washington State. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, it's it's in the winter time, so a lot of the summer, the, a lot of the winter squash, meaning spaghetti squash, acorn squash, butternut squash. We're seeing a lot of that, and you can get a lot of that from your local farms because it's okay. their, their winter Just squash. Just the time of year. It's that okay. it's that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, same things with sweet potatoes, yams, whatever you want to call them. Uh, that's a, that's another big question. But you get we get a lot of that stuff from the south, especially uh, North Carolina. You okay. will see a lot of the sweet potatoes slash yams coming from the south. Those are okay. in season right now. The mm-hmm. only thing with that is when. As the season gets close for sweet potatoes, you'll see they start to get really big. Okay. In dark, uh, right? A darker color. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I people, noticed that. And people go, oh my gosh, they're so big. I'm like, they're in season now. Because they're in this season. Is, this is how they come. Right. Um, and, then, and then pay attention to the spring and summer months and look at how thin they are. Okay. Um, and it, it, it's the same. And even the... Same thing about taste. The taste is not Same the great. It's taste. not as sweet yes. in the summertime as yes. they are in the winter, yes. in the fall. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, exact, it's the same thing. When you purchase things in season, you're purchasing it at its peak. A lot of the times when you're purchasing things in season, you're probably getting it not too far from its harvest date. Okay. So between the time it's harvest and you consume it, it's a short window. Okay. Um, okay. So you got to remember that it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, that's the best time to purchase it. Um, one of the big items we sell in the summer is cherries, but you got to remember cherries have a short window. Mm. They come out of California and they go up the West coast up to Washington state out of Washington state is your peak cherry time. That's when you want to eat them when they're coming out of Washington states, because that's when they're the best. The window is short. Like I said, it's somewhere between an eight to 10 week window for cherries. Um, And late, I want to say late August, you'll start to see cherries, the supply will start to dwindle because the the yield from those states are done. Mm. Um, We just got cherries in the other day. They came out of Chile. I don't think those cherries stayed for two days. People bought those cherries like they were going. I'm like, serious? They're not in season, but yet people wanted cherries. Right. Um, but because they don't know. Right. 
They and then know. they and then sometimes they may bring it back and say these are not sweet. Right. These exactly. are not this and these are not that. It's like because yeah. they're not in season. Right. And, right. And it's 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 it floors me. Like I said, growing up, these things disappeared. You didn't see them until the season came again the next right. year. But now so, it's just people they, they find ways to grow this stuff and they're gonna put it out there. Right. So apples and oranges are oranges in season oranges now too, are, right? Oranges are right. Okay. One of the one citrus that is big right now is clementines. Okay. Those are the, the smaller orange. They're, mm-hmm. they're, this is their peak season right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they're usually coming out of Spain. Um, <sighs> they're like, yeah, they're like, but they are the best uh, right they? now. Is the, right now is their season. Mm-hmm. They usually start right before Thanksgiving and they usually run right up into New Year's. It's, it's, it's the best fruit at, and, and at, at that time. Even though clementines are sold all year round, this is your peak this year, this is now starting to be your peak season. I usually don't buy them until right around now. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Um, give me your top, top, give me top three things to avoid when shopping for produce. I'm going to give you three, three, um, three questions. Top three things to avoid, top three things to look for when shopping. Mm-hmm. And, um, and why is it important to buy local? So let's do that first. Why is it important to buy local? Then the top three things to avoid and top three things to look for in shopping for produce. Okay. Um, buying local, it, it's, it's important, first off, to the community at large. Not only are you helping the local farmers, you, you, it also helps the community because a lot of the local farmers give back to the community. Mm. Okay. And you also have to remember, if you're buying local, you're supporting people who are in that local area that they're working for those farmers. Right, right. So you purchasing local is, is not only helping that farmer, it's helping somebody else's family, somebody support their family because they're working for that farmer who's producing that product for your local store. Okay. One of the things that my grocery store, we promote local a lot. Um, and we, we get local produce from two states, from Massachusetts and Connecticut. Mm. Um, and one of the things they have us do is when we have local product, they make a point of telling us, you must display your sign saying where it's from. So we'll have uh, signs up saying, uh, you know, this squash is grown in and we have the farm and the city and state of where it's grown. So let people know. And people actually pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. When you are promoting local farmers and you're um, uh, constantly reminding people, this is, you know, you know, people go, oh, this is right down the street or, oh, this is only a few hours away. Um, They're more apt to buy uh, more because they're like, okay, this is really fresh. If, if it's grown right here in Connecticut, then, you know, it's, it's fresher than if it came from, the west coast right and you'll see a lot more of the local growing here in new england because we're in new england you'll see more of that in your summer months because that's that's our you know spring summer that's our growing time so you're going to see a lot more of your local stuff then and as you get into the fall you'll start you'll see the apples because you still see some local apples um in your in your local grocery store so it's important to 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 uh to promote those local growers and for us to support them 
because again, it's it's not only helping that farmer, it's helping the community, it's helping those workers who are living in those communities who, who are supporting their families. So um, at, at any chance you get, you could buy local, do so because it's right. It, it's important. It's better. It's important. Yes. And then it's yes. better. Yep. So yep. Yeah. And a lot of times they're at a pretty good price point. They're yes. not that crazy. Exactly. You know, because you know. it's in season, it is local, it's yep. not traveling, yep. you know, um, things like that. So I yeah. would even tell people if they have an opportunity to go to a local farm and purchase the produce directly, do mm-hmm. so. Do so. I mean, you'll and be even right. Yeah, even the um orchards. The orchards are yes. open all all winter. Yes. You know, yep. yeah, the orchards are open all winter. So you can get apples from your local yep. orchard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we have a few in water in Connecticut. We have, we have a, few. a few. We have a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now your top three things to look for, um, to look for the top three things to avoid and top three things to look for when shopping for produce. Well, the top three things to look for, first off, you need, when you're going into a produce department, first thing you should be looking for is cleanliness of the departments. And that's going to tell you a lot. That's important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> And if you find something not to your liking, if you don't think it's clean enough, I would say, tell you, you know what, turn around, don't buy your produce. Go somewhere else um, to purchase your produce. That is like number one. That's key. Um, mm-hmm. uh, then if, if when you're when you're doing that, I mean, really take a look around, take no notice of what the produce clerks are doing, how they're doing it. Ask questions. Um, you're going to learn a lot about that produce department you're shopping in by the answers you get. And you know when somebody's lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, just, I have my customers for a reason because one thing I don't do is I do not lie to them. Mm-hmm. You ask me if this came in today. If it didn't come in today, I'd be like, no, but I got something else that came in today that you will like. Yeah, and this is why I fresh. keep my customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know. Oh. They come in there. Lorene is going to tell you the truth. Go to Lorene. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I can't tell you how many of my customers have told other customers to talk only to me because she's oh. going to be honest. Right. So, right. I mean, so yeah, it's important to ask questions. That's one of the things that you taught me from the very beginning is that the produce department um, attendee should know about every aspect of that department. And so when I do my grocery store tours, I always, you know, I, I make sure I mention that to the client that if they're not sure about something to ask the the attendee in the produce department because they know their department, you know, they should know um, it. Right. They should know it. That's <laughs> right. true. They should mm-hmm. know it. Right. Um, I have to admit, you know, going into a stop and shop here, mm-hmm. the one I go to um, whenever I've asked anybody, you know, there was a guy, his name happened to be Sean also. I'll uh-huh. never forget it. And I didn't know how to buy an avocado. He took his time and showed me how. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. he even cut one open, so I'll see you know how right. to cut it open and everything like that. He showed me how. I'll never forget that, um, and that was key because now I can buy one and, right. and you know and know what I'm doing. Um, so that's one of the things that you taught me from the beginning is that you're they know everything about that department. Mm-hmm. And if you see a new vegetable, ask about it. And if they don't know, somebody in that department so is going to know. They're going to know. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. right. Ask, mm-hmm. ask what it is. How do you usually cook it? A lot of times you guys have that kind of information for yes. us. Yep. You know, how do you cook this? You know, we, yeah, we can Google it, but it's nice to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And right. then in a conversation, they tell you a little bit more. Then, right. You know, um, what is the name of that? That curly mm-hmm. 
What is that? It looks like a snake, but it's curly and it's, it has a very short window. What's the name of that vegetable? Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Um, Jesus. Because it's grown up. It's, it's really popular in Maine. What the? I know what it is, too. Because It'll come we, back to you. I know it's going to come to me. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I have a customer. As soon as she, she'll call me up. Did you get them in? And oh, I can't believe I can't remember the name. But oh. do you remember how it how you use them? How do you cook them? Because you told me about it. Because I saw it and I was like, what is this? And you told oh me all about God. it. I, I can't remember. I you know, I know what it is and it's there. And it's not I coming just, out. It's not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Oh Jesus. Oh, see now it's going, it's gonna it's just gonna bother you, right? <laughs> right? It's gonna bother yes. you. Yes. Mm. Okay, so the top top um that was one make sure it's clean and cleaning it clean and, and, yep. and everything like that and ask mm-hmm. questions okay so yep. another one what was the question again what, what, what's the what top the, three things to look for yeah when shopping top, for produce okay also when you're shopping for produce i guess um make sure you're looking at actually picking it up and looking at it um it's important to check for decay um especially when you're buying greens, if it's wilted, if it's wilted, it's probably been sitting there too long. Um, you don't want, you don't want greens that's limp because they're not fresh. Um, and you shouldn't I'll never be afraid to ask, do you have more of something? Um, you're spending your money on it and you want to enjoy right. it. Uh, so if you see something that has decayed leaves on it or has a, a rotting spot or um, bruised apples, don't, don't feel like you have to, don't, don't ever purchase stuff that's off condition like that um mm. because you're not you're not gonna be happy when you get home with it you're not gonna be happy with it so don't ever feel like oh i have to take it because that's all they got nope, no 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 nope they okay. always have more so okay. um don't ever feel like you gotta take something because it's there and and, right. and if and if and if you run into where somebody's like flat out refusing then that should be your cue that you shouldn't shop there that's a you good know? point so, you know, so you have to make okay. make sure you purchasing what you want, not what somebody wants you to purchase. Right. Good, okay. Good, good. Um, anything? Any more pointers? I think those are three. those are key. I mean, yeah. you do all, you do that. Those are key. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. And what are the top things to avoid? Again, I think basically what you just said too. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You you do not purchase something you don't want. Again, it's your money. You don't want to purchase something that you won't be happy with. Um, definitely never. And also, you have to remember too, when you're purchasing produce, sometimes not all produce is going to be just loose. It's going to be packaged. Mm. Check. You got to check your expiration dates on your packaging. And examine the package too, because even though that expiration date is four or five days from now, that doesn't mean that the product inside is is, is still good because you get that condensation buildup in those packages and that promotes mold. So you, you still have to make sure you're looking at, especially when it comes to people buying bag salads. Mm. You got to be careful. I mean, it says on that bag, you should wash it. You should wash it. Even though they said they've been triple washed, I mean, if you have a salad spinner, put in wash it, put in a salad spinner to get the excess water off. But you still should uh, wash even your bag stuff because even though it's washed, 
doesn't mean it's washed good enough and you should always make sure you're, you're still washing that stuff too. So you just gotta make sure you're looking at their expiration dates. You're looking for decay on product mold, bruising, um, because it's a sign of, it's obviously, it's, you gotta remember too, you're not the only person that handled that product. You had everybody else before you handling that product and not taking care. So um, be mindful of that when you're um, selecting your fruits and vegetables, um, that not everybody took care when they're, when they're looking through and rummaging through to get what they want. Right. So that goes back to don't eat it off the shelf. Don't eat it off go the shelf. Go home and wash it. Go wash it first. <laughs> don't, don't eat it off the shelf. It was like, oh my God. Somebody didn't drop my it on sister, the floor. My sister still does that with grapes. Uh, she did that one time. I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. She's like, I've been doing this for years. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die from something. I just looked at her. I just said, forget it. Yes. Forget it. Mm. Um, oh my goodness. This was such mm. a good conversation. And I know we can ex we can expound on this in different ways. Um, but I think we gave, you know, we got some right. really good information right. in there. Mm -hmm. And 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 the most the top questions that usually come about right. we covered, I believe. Do you mm -hmm. think of it? Is there something that you think we didn't cover that you see all the time from your mm -hmm. customers or ask? Well, you know, we can go on and on talking about this. Um, because it, it can be a touchy subject too with some people. Um but, you know, I just want people to be mindful that um, you got to make sure you're taking care of you when you're purchasing your produce. Because nobody's going to take care of you like you're going to take care of yourself. Um, and, and you got when you go in there, go in there with your eyes open, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, um, and and you, like I said, you're going to know somebody's being honest with you when you're making your purchases. So uh, look for that and that person. So, you know, the next time you go and purchase produce, you're going to feel comfortable talking to that person. Like I said, I have people that will only come in and only talk to me because this is what they want. They know I'm going to be honest. And, and, and I always said, Hmm, you know, what if that was my mother or father? Hmm. I sure hope somebody will be honest with them when they purchase. Right, so, right. You, you know, try to be mindful of that um, mm -hmm. when I'm dealing with people on that, on that level. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ask those questions and, you know, get what you want. Remember it's your money, not somebody else's money, your money. <laughs> so great. Wow. This was great. This was great. I want to thank you, Lorraine, Lorraine, again, um, for taking this time because man, this information, and I think this conversation was needed you know, we've been trying to do this conversation right. for a minute anyway, you know what yep. I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I think this was great because um, you learned a lot and, mm -hmm. and now people can be armed with some real good information so that they can make the best choices for themselves right. when they right. go into the grocery store and not just assume that all things are the same. Um, one more thing. What do you say to people that um, I had a person say to me, it doesn't matter if you're buying organic or non-organic in the store because it's cross-contaminating. If somebody touches um, an apple that's not organic and then goes and touches an apple that is organic, cross-contaminating. So now you're getting the pesticides everywhere. If they're if they're being um, if they are on the shelf with without partitions, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I what do you say about that? Well, we do have our partitions um, and they're clearly marked organic. And we you do, you, you see it in every store where you have your traditional and your organic, they're next to each other. You have your partitions to separate them because a lot of people, when they want to purchase organic they, and they see the traditional, they want to, they don't want to go off in La La Land to get their organic. So that's why you see it the way it is. And unfortunately, you, we can't patrol everything on the sales floor. So you do, I, we do find where people will take something organic and put it with something traditional or something traditional and put it with the organic. <sighs> Whether that cross contaminates anything, I honestly don't know. I can't tell you no, I can't tell you yes. I can tell you this, if you're choosing to buy your organic or even if it's just traditional, you still have to wash it. That's the bottom line. <laughs> no matter if it's organic or traditional, you still need to wash it. Um, so it, it doesn't really doesn't matter. It may to some people. I shouldn't say it doesn't matter because it may to some people. But the bottom line is you have to wash your fruits and vegetables before consuming, period. Nice, nice, nice. And on that note, if, if no one got anything out of this conversation, that was the biggest thing. So we yes. started off with that. We're going to end with that. Yes, yes. Wash your vegetables. Wash your fruits and vegetables. Yes. And get your buying that's not in package. Even if it's packaged. You even talked about that. Yeah. Even if it's packaged, your, your salads. And one of the tools you should have in your kitchen is a salad spinner. Yes. I got that from yes. me too, from saying yes. that. Mm-hmm. The salad spinner is what you really need to have in your tool I mean, in mm-hmm. your in your kitchen, because those things that says it's triple washed and things like that, you still should wash it to make yes. sure, yeah, you exactly. know, for safety yep. reasons. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. This was yes, awesome. Yes, <laughs> this was awesome. So I want to thank Laureen for coming on and talking about produce, the good, the bad and the ugly about produce. <laughs> <laughs> And I hope that you guys really learned something from this conversation and wash, wash, wash your fruits and vegetables at all times. And no matter what the package says, wash your fruits and vegetables. Um, Make sure you're paying attention to if there's any bruising or if there's any wilting or anything like that, the freshness of it or mold and things like that. Pay attention to those things. That's very important. Um, Paying attention to where it comes from. If it's in season, don't buy strawberries in the winter. I got that from this conversation. Don't buy strawberries in the winter. Plums and and nectarines and uh, peaches and things like that. Those are summer fruits. We should not buy them at this time of year. Um, those are those are the key points that I got from this conversation. So yeah. I hope mm-hmm. you know others got the same thing. So thank you. This is Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. And you can find us on newpathwellnessgroup.com. If you're interested in more information, if you'd like a um, free consultation, 30-minute consultation, you can go to newpathwellnessgroup.com slash book and find us on IG and Facebook at New Path Wellness Group. Thank you and have a great day. All right. Thank you for listening to Back to Earth. 
If you like this episode or want more information or know someone that you would benefit from this, our topics, leave us a message, share with your friends and family. Join our mailing list at newpathwellnessgroup.com slash freebie. Join our Facebook community at Rooted 2.0. You can also join us on Love Yourself Thursdays. That's weekly at 7 p.m. And you can join us at newpathwellnessgroup.com slash events to see what our topics are for the week. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you.